Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you about the straw man of masculinity that is being used in our generation. Now, first of all, let's define what a straw man is. A straw man is basically a thing that is made to look like a man, look like reality, but is actually made of straw. Therefore, of course, a a scarecrow out in a cornfield would be a straw man. Uh, You may have seen movies where in in various wars throughout history, they sometimes use straw men to make it look like there were troops at a certain place. Uh, There's a scene in the movie Patriot, for example, uh, where where straw men, basically scarecrows with British officers' uniforms on, uh, are used to fake out the British. You've seen this kind of thing before. It's basically either a sophisticated or an unsophisticated scarecrow. And what it is, is something that's not real. It looks like a man. It looks like reality, but it's not real. So in the, in the business of debate and polemics and political discussion, a straw man is when you attack something that is not really what your opponent is saying. Uh, you've, you've seen this happen many times. Uh, one guy is saying one thing and the other guy attacks something that's completely different than what his opponent is saying. And that's what's going on in our society today. But before I even define what this is, I want to say it's basically our fault. So we have to talk about this. The straw man of masculinity that's uh, out and about today uh, and the one that's being attacked horribly in our society is the straw man of masculinity as a matter of muscle and brutality and men dominating women and children and the weak and masculinity being all about sex and all about clothes and style and cologne and I'm best and I'm on top and I'm awesome and basically abusing people, taking responsibility for nothing and being the macho idiot kind of male. Now, as soon as I describe that kind of male, as soon as I describe that straw man, which many people are attacking today, and they are, by the way, rightly saying that this is toxic in our society, that this kind of masculinity leads to a lot of violence, leads to 20% of all college and university women being abused, leads to the kind of sexual abuse we're seeing in Hollywood and other industries, and they're right about that. But as soon as I begin to talk about that straw man, I have to realize that, you know, during a certain portion of my life, I I contributed to it. I mean, I, at one point in my life, acted all macho. I was big and muscular. I didn't abuse the weak, but I certainly, you know, didn't mind intimidating somebody if I felt like they needed it. Um, I would have said to to my friends and other people, I'm going to be a real man, or, you know, a man wouldn't do that, or I'm a man, so I would never do such and such. And my definition of man was big and bold and brash and strong. And yeah, you know, I'm I'm a big bigger than the average guy. And so yeah, I'm, I'm sure I used my you know size. And at that point, anyway, my great great my I don't want to say great physique, but anyway, I was muscular and strong. I'm sure I used it to bash people. Uh, I don't mean that physically, but to intimidate them. So I contributed to this straw man. I contributed to this image. Uh, And I'm sure I would have spoken it in those terms, 
um, of masculinity being a matter of muscle and brawn and style and and domination and privilege and uh, manipulation and just absolutely conquering. And that would have been my understanding of what masculinity was. So I contributed to this. Now, as I've shared many times in all of my podcasts and most of my writings, uh, at the age of 18, I had a religious conversion. And thankfully, I began to, be conver- uh, began to be mentored by men who knew what real men were. And the problem with this straw man is that not only are a lot of men in our society feeding it, um, but it is an attack on all of masculinity in the name of that straw man only. In other words, People today are attacking the false image. I would call it the false image of masculinity as, again, the muscle, the, the brawn, the bashing, the domination, the, you know, you know, the kind of masculinity, the, the, the macho idiot masculinity that we see in the movies and that you may see in some of your friends. Uh, they're attacking that, not realizing, because we haven't really portrayed it, that there's a higher version of masculinity. You see, real masculinity is absolutely about a man being certainly strong and capable and skilled and and powerful, but in the service of others, not primarily for his own self-aggrandizement, not primarily for his own gain, uh, not primarily to dominate. Uh, a, a true man wants to be as strong and as capable and as skilled, yeah, even in defense and all in every skill from, you know, car maintenance to home building to whatever his professional craft may be. Absolutely. Sports, all of it. Wants to be skilled in all of it. But why? So that he can be the best for his wife. So he can be the best for his children. So he can be a man who glorifies God so that he can serve others, not so that he can dominate them. So what our society is not seeing for the most part is the strong, capable man who's a servant, a strong, capable man who invests in others, the kind of man every woman would want to be around because that woman will be protected and encouraged and inspired and help, help to break every glass ceiling in the world with the help of that kind of man. Every child would want to have that kind of strong father because he's not going to bust into their bedrooms at night to do nasty things or get drunk and break up the house or, or, or sit in his recliner on a Saturday afternoon yelling for somebody to bring him a beer. He's going to be caring. He's going to be coaching. He's going to be mentoring. He's going to be invested. He's going to be involved. He's going to be saying the words that light up destiny in the heart of a child. He's going to be going places with them and showing them the world and narrating the world to them. All, all the while knowing how to take care of himself and how to keep himself healthy and how to make sure he gets the, the rowdiness and the, and the competition and the controlled violence of sports that he needs with his band of brothers. And by the way, he has a band of brothers so that they can help him be an even better man. You see, the, our society is not seeing that kind of man. Society is not seeing the kind of man who's strong and capable but laying down his life. He's, they're not seeing the kind of guys that I see who are, in some cases, just because I happen to have this opportunity, uh, great NFL stars, and yet laying down their lives for their wives, investing in their children, serving their communities, serving their God, um, being strong, capable men, but not for the sake of domination of others. So the macho, bubba, idiot, rape and pillage, abuse, you know, Harvey Weinstein kind of manhood is dominating as the issue in our society. It's dominating as the straw man. And I probably shouldn't call it a straw man because in many cases it's real. 
I mean, this is what Harvey Weinstein was like. This is what some of these guys who have admitted to sexual abuse were like. This is what how, how men uh, have behaved. All I'm trying to say in this podcast and with my life and with the, what I'm encouraging in men is that it's not the only uh, it's not the only version of manhood that's out there. What we've got to do is to live the virtuous kind of manhood, what I call great manhood. When I say great man, I mean a man who is great, who is powerful, who is strong, who is educated, who reads, who studies, who prays, who develops his inner life, who has a band of brothers who's helping him to be the best man he can be. And he devotes himself to his wife. He builds her up. He mentors her if she needs it, where she needs it. He protects her. He encourages her. He he provides a launch pad, so to speak, so she can go on and become whatever she can become. I mean, if she can be president, great. If she can be a surgeon, great. If she can be run a business, great. Whatever it is she is meant to be. And if it breaks a glass ceiling, all the better. And he can invest in his children. And he can make his community better. That's the kind of manhood we're trying to make. So so let's do a couple of things here. First of all, let's recognize this straw man for what it is. It is a straw man. It is what our society attacks when it's going after manhood, but it's not the only only image of manhood out there. Second of all, let's be ready, each of us, to articulate the other version of manhood from that macho bubba version that is so prominent in our society, from the abusive, harsh, dominating, destructive version of manhood, which actually is no manhood at all. If, if that straw man is mentioned, if that straw man is attacked in your, in your presence, be ready to explain the opposite. Be ready to explain what a true man really is, that a true man is powerful, but he's gentle. A true man is, uh, sure, able to, to handle himself in a fight, but he's gentle and loving and romantic with his wife, and he's gentle and nurturing with his children, and he, and he knows how to be the combination of powerful uh, but principled, capable but moral, uh, uh, impressive but humble as he does what he's called to do in society. You've got to be able to articulate that because you've got to be able to explain it to a world that only knows the Hollywood version or the abuser version or the terrorist version or the idiot version. Then third of all, and this maybe should be first, you got to live it. You got to model it because we can talk about it all day and we do need to be ready to talk about it, like I say, when it's raised or challenged. But you also have got to be able to live it. You got to be a living example. You got to live your message. You got to, as they've all been saying in, in recent generations, you've got to be able to live the change you want to see. I want to see the definition of manhood changed in our generation. And therefore, I have to live it out. I have to become that. I have to incarnate that as best I can as a Stephen Mansfield in his 50s who wants to make a difference in our generation because people are looking to read the truth in your life, not just in your words and, you know, in the case of people like me uh, on the page of books we write or articles that we write. And then finally, you've got to be able to mentor it. You've got to be able to help reproduce it in the lives of others. So if you're fed up with the straw man 
of false masculinity that's constantly raised in our society, don't just push back against people who are attacking it. That may be all they've ever seen. Who knows? Maybe that's what their fathers were, their brothers, the men in their lives, the coaches, uh, the, the Hollywood people they had to deal with. That that may be all they've seen. Have a little compassion. Uh, remember the, the, the great quote from Philo of Alexandria I'm always quoting, be kind. For everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. You don't know that some of these people aren't attacking this straw man of false masculinity because they've been abused by people who are the kind of people you and I would think are idiots and the opposite of the kind of manhood we're trying to live. So be a little patient, but be ready to show the opposite. Be ready to live the opposite. Our generation needs a great man movement, and it needs that movement to be written in the lives of men who want to make a difference. So let's stop just attacking the other side. Let's let's certainly understand why some folks, as soon as there's a shooting at a school, start blaming a false version of masculinity, because let's admit it, some guys are idiots and they are compensating by buying a bunch of guns by rather than rather than being uh, you know good men and, and then somehow it's kind of a compensating. I know we joke about that when it comes to penises, but some guys really are compensating for their own sense of weakness by buying a bunch of guns. There's nothing wrong with owning a bunch of guns. I own a bunch of guns. But the point is, we all know that that's a false uh, statement, that that's a, that's a straw man, that, that the only version of masculinity out there is not one that's enamored of guns because internally it feels weak. A good man, a noble man, a righteous man might own guns if he wants to, but he knows how to use them righteously. And more importantly, he's not trying to live out some TV movie version of manhood or compensate for some loss in his own soul. He gets whole, he gets healed, he gets help, and he lives out a righteous man's life, a great man's life, for the good of God, for the good of the community, for the good of his family, and by the way, for the good of his own soul. So be upset with the straw man, fine, but provide the alternative. That's the really the issue that I want to put before all of us. Are we putting before the world an alternative to the bubba, macho, idiot version of manhood that everybody's talking about and attacking these days? Are we displaying to the world the great manhood we're called to be living out? To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.